What does life hold for philosophy majors? I decided to find out. Welcome to Life After Philosophy. I'm Christopher Annadale. Here's what some former students recently shared about their lives after philosophy. Olivia, who is now a missionary volunteer, studied philosophy in order to live a good life. I was interested in it in a very existential, very personal way of, like, I want to know what's right and what's right depends on who, what reality is and who I am. And so, yeah, so my, my kind of falling in love with philosophy, my, always my kind of motivation for studying it has never been particularly academic or because I loved reading long, boring books, you know, it's because I, yeah, it's because I had yeah, these questions about the meaning of life, about meaning and about truth and goodness and what it, what it meant to to live to for a human life like to be lived in those in like a true and good way. Gary, a media entrepreneur, studied philosophy instead of going to film school. Before I was headed to college, I actually talked to a producer who worked on films and I was like, should I go to film school? You know, what should I do? Should I go get a liberal arts education? And he said, you should go to college so that you can learn what to tell stories about. Father Dominic is now a theology professor and is still writing and teaching about questions he began studying as a philosophy student. The question that I explored in my master's thesis was the question of the relation of of the desire for happiness which can seem like a selfish desire and how that's how this desire can be reconciled with altruism and the love of others for their own sake and the love of the common good and that was a theme i explored through the thought of saint thomas aquinas in as a philosophy student and then I, I actually, it, it was kind of um, interesting to revisit that very same question more recently. I actually just recently published a, a piece in the studies, studies in Christian ethics that, that revisits the very same question with a bit, what I like to think is a bit more sophistication than I was able to muster at the time in my early grad years. And and it's it's a kind of a, been a perennial question for me, and it's an interesting question. And I think that uh, understanding how it is that we're that we are created to pursue happiness, we're also created to discover that happiness through interpersonal communion. How this 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 leads to certain very important conceptions of human flourishing, human beatitude, and the nature of human willing and love. So it's one of these big questions that is related to so many others. I think those are the questions that I, I find most exciting. It's when you can identify, okay, how does self-love relate to other love? And how can we reconcile this desire for happiness that we have along with our, the, you know, the beauty and goodness of loving another for their own sake? Like, it's a fascinating question. Oh, yeah. And, and when you explore it, you discover all these other related questions about the nature of the human will, the nature of beatitude. and how can this be possible? And so it's a, it continues to stimulate my thoughts. So that's, that's one example of, of a question that I, you know, looked at earlier in my philosophical studies, you know, when I first was studying philosophy and that I've continued to ask 
as a theologian and um, discovered some new insights, I think. Jared, an industrial engineer who works in systems modeling, sees philosophy as the key to being active rather than passive in your life. If you are taking life seriously, I think I think the biggest thing takeaway for me is that philosophy really sort of opens you up to looking at what you're doing, no matter what you're doing, and looking at who you are and being thoughtful about it and really just just taking a stopping and, and thinking about it. And so whether it's work or whether it's family, you know, your your philosophy enables you to sort of just stop and smell the roses or just stop and think and say, why, why am I doing what I'm doing? Why is this functioning the way it's functioning? Or how, why do, are these people interacting the way that they're, they're doing? And so rather than being sort of a passive actor and just go, rolling from one set of motions to, to another. For John, an accountant, Philosophy helped him orient his life around his true priorities. Now it's like, now I, I strive to serve my family. The question that I should be asking is, does this help the family? Does this please my wife? Is this raising my son well? Is this good for myself? Am I, am I emotionally and physically healthy? And Anna, a media consultant, found her career in an unexpected way. And I would never have looked into the industry that I'm in now if it hadn't been for the internship. And I wouldn't have looked into the internship if they hadn't said, hey, a philosophy student would have been good for this. So I'm very lucky in that sense, but I think it kind of proves my point of don't worry about it. It'll, it'll all work out. To learn more about their stories and others, please check out episodes of the Life After Philosophy podcast. Thank you for listening to Life After Philosophy. If you enjoyed the podcast, please rate it five stars and share this episode with a friend. I appreciate your support.